This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Word of the Gay is supported by supersimplecards.com. Write your gay words in a fab selection of blank greeting cards designed for multiple uses. Get a pack of greeting cards from supersimplecards.com with 10% off your entire order when you use the code Word of the Gay at checkout. This episode of Word of the Gay is brought to you by Gail. Gail is a gay ale made and brewed by members of the LGBT plus community. Visit gailbev.com.au and use code Word of the Gay at checkout for 10% off. That's gailbev.com.au and use code Word of the Gay at checkout. Beyonce sits lay, Shante, you stay. You say that's fishy, well I say he's dishy. We say that's fierce, so sing all my queers. Don't go nowhere, just prick up your ears. The word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT community, and in pop culture at large. I'm your host, Lenny. And I'm Brendy. You can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow the show at, at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and join the Word of the Gay Facebook group. Thanks for tuning in today. And tonight we are celebrating Lenny, aren't we, doll? I think we are, yeah. We are. <laughs> What's the news? Well, let's we'll clink our bubbles afterwards. But over the weekend, Lenny, I was cast in Dusty the Musical. Wow, what's that? Uh, it is a musical. Du- <laughs> it's a what? musical, lady. Um, it's about Dusty Springfield, the oh, 1960s pop star. I yep. do know. I know who she is. I just was thinking Dusty yes. didn't click. Yeah, It's performing in October <laughs> yep. in Melbourne. And um, I'm going to be playing a cheeky little cameo role as drag queen Dusty when Dusty goes to a gay bar. Oh, wow. And yeah, there's a four minute voguing number that I'm doing. and I've got backup dancers and super, super exciting. That's so, so exciting. Cheers to that one, doll. Yeah. <laughs> We're having our cheeky bubbles. <laughs> Let's continue the celebration by um, introducing our word for the week. Do it, Lenny. I'm so ready. <laughs> the word is bear. Bear. I haven't oh. stopped singing bear necessities the whole week. Love it. Look for the bear necessities, the simple bear necessities. Forget about your worries and your stress. Yeah. I haven't stopped humming today's the day the teddy bears go on their picnic <laughs> since we were assigned this role. <laughs> Yeah, it's fabulous. 
So, as we both are aware, a bear is obviously a another term for a gay man, but it generally focuses on the larger, hairier man who projects more of an image of a rugged masculinity. Mm, rugged. 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 <laughs> in regards to the male sex. They're often bearded and full-bellied and kind of celebrate their averageness yes, in a way. Don't forget body hair too. Yes. So bears celebrate and eroticize. And I've learned that gay men can eroticize anything from doing this research project. Anything. Anything, which is great. And they celebrate what they call secondary sexual characteristics, which are all the things we've listed so far. Including boldness. Including boldness. Including boldness. The boldness is a big one. That's yeah. apparently sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So bears were born of the fringes of gay subculture in the late 70s, mainly in San Francisco. So basically, they formed a group of their own because they were too hairy for the Chelsea Boy Queens and too hefty for the Castro clones, Mm -hmm. which is something I just learned doing my research. And I'd love to go into that in another episode. And even before they started identifying as bears, during that time, people would just kind of label anyone that was hairy and bigger a bear. bear. Yeah. There was an organization called Girth and Mirth, which was founded in 1976. It's funny, Lenny, because at the same time as San Francisco, over in Europe, the leather scene had evolved from the actual merger of homosexual motorcyclists to organizations. And it was more associations of men actually preferring to prefer... It's quite a thing, isn't it? Preferring (laughs) to prefer. (laughs) Preferring to prefer bearded and hairy men. The first article that came about was actually in 1979 called Who's Who at the Zoo? And it actually categorised gay men and lesbians as types of animals in the zoo. Yeah, I saw this. And they had this actual specific passage about bears. Passage. Passage. And I'd like to read it to you. This definition. I love when you read things. Oh, um, no, so this was 1979. This is a description of what a bear was back then. Bears are usually hunky, chunky types, reminiscent of railroad engineers and former football greats. Bears laugh a lot and are generally good-natured. They make wonderful companions as they are prone to reach for the check and buy that next round. How sweet. (laughs) They are fascinated with nipples, others as well as their own, and will often spend hours playing with them. This literally sounds like something from the 1950s of how to keep your husband happy. Like, they reach for the bill. I'm sorry. That is. I love all the bit about nipple play. I have met some bears and they don't reach for the fucking bill. They do not reach. They also don't pick up their jackets from my house. Oh, Brendy, does that mean that you're into bears? Look, I'm a very oh, open. Dabbled in bears. <laughs> I've dabbled. I have dabbled. Well, actually, I think that this one is actually more of a cub than a bear, which is a category <laughs> yep. of bear. He's a younger bear. He, I don't know. He's like probably 25, 26. No, wait, he's 27. 27. <laughs> Good to know. He was nice enough, but it was, yeah. Anyway, long story short, it fizzled. And I bumped into him at a certain gay bar recently. Mm-hmm. And we got chatty and had a bit of a laugh, but he'd not once brought up the fact that he'd never followed up with a second date, which, yes, is a sign in itself. But then after a few champagnes, I thought, you know what, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Brandy's got some truth to tell. <laughs> no, I actually just turned around to him and I was like, look, in all honesty, I said, it's a real shame that you didn't follow up with a second date. Yeah, you know, because he continually said that he was, you know, yeah. he wanted to, but he was busy, blah, blah. Anyway, he turned around and he got kind of huffy and puffy and he turned around and he's like, look, okay, um, you just don't understand how busy I am. And I just looked at him and I just turned around and I said, okay, quack, quack, bullshit. 
I'm sorry, but I'm not going to cop that excuse. No matter how busy you are, if you're interested in somebody, you're going to make the fucking time. Yes, that's true. So, and I actually said that to him and he just sort of looked at me and I was like, have a good night. Lent over, gave him a kiss on the cheek and walked away. And it was kind of my own little bit of closure where I was just like, just say you're not interested from the word go or yeah. Yeah. Honesty is the key. Uh, so that was my last interaction yeah. with a bear most recently. Um, one aiding back. <laughs> but not all bears are like that. No. Well, Brenda, you'd be pleased to know that bears have their own magazine. Oh, I'm delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Which was founded in 1987 ah. um, and is commonly attributed for popularizing the term. And basically, it was just an alternative to the abundance of shaven, svelte gay men in the mainstream media. Yep or probably in pornography and men's magazines, Mm -hmm, more likely, mm -hmm. in the 80s. But interestingly, a lot of bears met through these magazines. Um, They answered ads. Yeah, they answered ads in the back pages. There were mailing lists. And then later, in kind of the early years of the internet, is where it really started to kind of go global. With chat rooms and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, chat rooms and stuff, yeah. ASL. Yeah, and then it went overground in in 1995 with the Bear Rendezvous. Bears quietly consorted with one another through early internet Usenet groups and mailing lists and the back pages of Bear Magazine, before finally bursting into the gay overground with the first international Bear Rendezvous in 1995. Today, there are rendezvous-style events like Bear Week all year long and across the country, and bears make up, at least in terms of mass, the largest distinct body of gay men in America. So bears have the added stigma of being fat on top of being gay. It's that bigger body image. Well, yeah, it's like the firstly, like you're you're gay and that's not accepted, and then you're bigger and that's not accepted. One of the many reasons why bears as a community are really important is basically they're a community for people that didn't feel included in the kind of typical gay scenes or subcultures. Mm-hmm. Washboard abs, six packs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or like, you know, love Mardi dancing Gras. or, yeah, and like partying or camp or whatever. Oh, but some bears, although they although, definitely do. let's be honest, like <laughs> yeah. bears love but a good dance. Yeah, that's true. Let's- but I think that the culture is definitely changing and we'll definitely yes. talk about that. Many have said that even like that they, as a bear, consciously adopt this masculine aesthetic and that it signifies values of self-acceptance and maturity. However, some or a lot of bears still do struggle with their body image and being overweight. So it's not like just because, you know, they're trying to accept themselves and know that they're attractive to others, they still have kind of like a struggle with that. In a way, being a part of that community does help moving towards acceptance because I just sort of assumed like, oh my God, they must totally love like everything about their bodies and like they're so liberated, And but it's not completely true. But it's a start. Yeah, there are some discriminations that exist. I mean, um, some bears place a lot of importance on um, presenting that masculine image and being a muscle bear. Which is basically another unrealistic beauty standard for most people. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, not everyone can work out or obtain no. that amount of muscle. No one can be an Adonis. Yeah, so it's quite sad to read that. Then there's like muscle bear events where people with higher body fat or, I mean, I suppose if you're hairy, maybe you can still go, but higher body fat can't attend because it's mm. all about like muscle bears. But even, you know, feminine bears could be shunned from the community because they don't project that masculinity. Yeah, because they're big and they're hairy, but they're like into fashion or yeah. makeup or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, they have a feminine voice or, you know, feminine features. They flounce around. They love a bit of Kesha, whatever. Whatever yeah. means that no, they're shunned from the community. Yeah, it's interesting which because is sad. yeah, it is sad, and also like bears. From my readings, I've learned that like they pride themselves on their like inclusivity, but it's interesting because 
Like, it was born out of feeling excluded, and they want to be inclusive, but at the same time, they actually are excluding a lot of people. I mean, there may be people that, you know, just like bears, and they're not a bear, and maybe they want to go to the bear events and meet their men. Absolutely. I actually went to, um, when I was interstate. (laughs) Oh, Oh, great. Brendan's got another story. Awesome. Um, No, no, no. So, interstate, I was away with a few friends, group of us, there was about eight of us that decided to go out one night, and we were like, stuff it, let's go to a bear bar, this will be a hoot. It was a mixed bag of us. Like, there was eight of us, and it was just like... A whole mixed bag of different categories, I guess you can say. Yep. But um, I don't categorise my friends. <laughs> we are what we are, Gloria Gaynor. Um, but, Love it. But anyway, so we, we went and we were lined up out the front. And one of my friends who was there, he's quite androgynous and very, very, yeah, quite flamboyant and very, very androgynous. Anyway, we lined up and security stopped us as we walked in. Singled him out particularly and asked for ID because this venue didn't allow women in. Yes. And security automatically thought that he was female. I actually jumped on board because I could actually see what was happening. And before he You're could say, I'm such a... And then a hero comes along. <laughs> no, and I actually turned around to the security guard and I said to him, if you're going to ask him for his ID, you ask all of us. And then, like, the next day I wrote a very stern email mm. to the um, owners very of the establishment. Yeah, honest and stern. Yeah. E- very honest. Here comes Brendy's yeah, ball of honesty. <laughs> email to the establishment. Because I just sort of thought, you know what? Our community is all about wanting and thriving on acceptance mm. from other communities. We need to actually accept diversity within our own community as well. The women coming in, it's it's just a ban against bachelor but, parties. But David, let me jump wait. in. Let me jump in because I can sure. hear people hearing you say that and ha- saying, hang on a second, that is absolutely what that is, is discrimination. I mean, the whole stance you're taking is it about is it about equality. And if you're banning the, the heterosexual you know, pastime of bachelorette parties from happening in your club in West Hollywood... On a level, it is discrimination. There is quite a few of these gay bars that have been granted a male-only status. It's not just bear bars. No, it's no, no, it's a lot not. of gay bars. Yep. Although I think that is starting to change. But I've always felt very uncomfortable with it because it's presented as being about, you know, got to protect the gay guys, got to make sure they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. But honestly, women aren't a threat to gay men at gay bars. Like the percentage of women that want to go is quite small. And, you know, it's usually just like a random friend or something. In that way, it's like a misogyny that's directed at women and also, yeah, more stereotypically femme gay men. Mm-hmm. Throughout my readings, I saw some subtle but disparaging things said about femme Twinkie Queenie gays. And what? Huh? Who's oh. been talking about my people? <laughs> <laughs> like natural and real men. And I just think, like, if you're just naturally, stereotypically, you. in quotation marks, mask and just, you know, like all that stuff, that's great. But if you're focused on, like, intentionally curating and presenting this masculine image. Projecting. Projecting. You don't just mimic the good things about masculinity that you like, which, you know, being muscly and hairy or whatever, but you mimic blokey. other stereotypical... Being blokey. Yeah, other stereotypical traits. This is kind of the same pattern that happens with straight men. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And women. Yep. So it's called hegemonic masculinity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm familiar, I'm um, and familiar. it says that someone who performs, keyword is performs, masculinity always needs something to subordinate. Well, it's practically like, let's let's be honest. I mean, I think society has a lot to do with the projection of what is masculine. Yeah, totally. So when you think of masculine or most what of, the ideal yeah, man it's like is supposed strength, to be. dominance, assertiveness. But um, also like you come across the apps. I don't really use the apps much these days. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> luckily my photo's not on the website. Uh, <laughs> No, 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 but I, I really don't use them that much. But I guess nowadays I don't really see it as much. But a few years ago, you'd see a lot of the term straight acting male. So whereas I don't really see it as much anymore. It's That's just more the, it's more the term masculine. But mm. even then I'm like, well, what straight is that? acting used to do my head in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like what even is masculine? It's just like usually they're basing it on these stereotypes that don't even exist. Like there's women that possess these stereotypes. It's a there's word. men, there's men that possess them, but then also maybe they're like sensitive or tender or caring, mm-hmm. which are attributed to women. Queer sexism exists. I think the bear community seems to be evolving. Sorry to be negative on bears, but they've also been criticized for having kind of a lack of racial diversity. But there is a thing which can also fall under your fabulous different types of bears. Uh. I don't know if this is offensive, but I think it's a self-identified thing, which is panda bears for Asian bears. Cute. So maybe they're starting to be more (laughs) racially diverse as well. True. With all the changes that are being made in the bear community. Ah, 2018. Which reminds me, there's a bear flag. There is. There is a bear flag. So, you know, we've got the gay flag, the LGBTIQ plus, 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 plus (laughs) flag. (laughs) But there is also a specific bear flag, which was actually designed back in 1995. And it actually includes the colours. It includes like browns, gold, yellow, cream, white, grey, black. Orange. Orange. The colours of the flag actually represent um, furs of animal bears. But it's also referring to human skin and hair colour tones throughout yeah, the world. That's nice. Isn't it? And it's got a cute little paw like print little paw on it. The left corner. I was like, yeah. adorable guys. So it, this is the flag of the International Bear Brotherhood. And I just think brotherhood just sounds a little bit racist. So maybe rethink the name. What about and sisterhood? It, no, it's different. Why it's always that, like a white, different? they're like always white supremacists when it's a brotherhood. Oh, okay. But anyway, I'm sure that wasn't, like, I know it's unintentional. I just think. God, Was the help. sisterhood of the traveling pants like that too? <laughs> I mean, that pair of pants only went to females. <laughs> if ugly Betty could get into them, I'm pretty sure I could. How about the sweaters? You try them on. But a pair of pants. Ta-da! Would keep us together. You think that a pair of jeans that fits all three of you is going to fit all of this? As well as the International uh, Bear Brotherhood, the bear community has also got events, codes, all that sort of stuff. But throughout the world, they have a number of different, I guess, sponsored larger yearly events. Within Australia, Melbourne's got um, Southern Hibernation. Sydney's got Bear Pride and Bear Essentials. Mm -hmm. And even Adelaide's got Bear Stock. It sounds like Woodstock, which is just, oh, my God, crazy. But then over, like, in America and Missouri, they've got their own version of hibernation. Chicago's got events like Bear Pride and Bear Weekend. And even um, Dallas, Texas has got the Texas Bear Roundup. Oh, that's cute. Also a international Mr. Bear competition. 
Which well, is a beauty. Be. Oh, they oh no. Used to be. Yeah, it was running from um, 1992 Oops. to 2011. Oh, yeah, that I'm was the last one. I really one. like that. <laughs> that's sad. But they used to. I'm have... sure there's other types of beauty pageants, so they yes. still continue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. But this one used to actually do categories like bear, cub, grizzly, and daddy. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Bearapalooza, which is a travelling music festival. Oh, there is a bear in there and a chair as well. And at the beginning of the movement, when bears separated from the gay community, when they were ostracised. <laughs> um, we they, did no such thing. <laughs> they formed bear they clubs. They chose their path. <laughs> they formed bear clubs, which was to create social and sexual opportunities mm-hmm. in judgment-free environment. But many of these clubs, interestingly, were loosely organised social groups, which often modelled off like leather bike patch clubs. And western bars. Yes. Honky tonk. <laughs> which had like a strict set of bylaws, membership requirements, and often run as a not-for-profity, not for profit not-for-profit charity organisation. Beardom's been growing. Leaps and bounds. It's an industry now. Oh, I, and the yeah. thing I love so much about gay life in general is that we are not as exclusionary as the rest of the world in terms of what we expect in a sexual partner. I know many women who uh, don't want a man if he's shorter than she is. Oh, of course. Did you know, Brendy, that there are lesbian bears? I did not know this. I did not know either. I did not know this. But they're called Ursulas. A whole new world. <laughs> oh, my God. I automatically. I yes, I did too. Yeah. I know. Like, we both kind of went yeah. there. Like, you automatically think <laughs> Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. So, you think it's a very negative term. But yeah. The but actual the, definition. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's ursine, meaning of or pertaining to a bear or resembling a bear. But it's the feminization of the word. Right. Ursula. I suppose it's like Little Mermaid plus that Kiss word. the girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So most lesbian bears are butch, fat, or stockily built, <laughs> or sometimes taller than average. Oh, so okay. it's either quite short or quite tall. Right. Yeah. And they also tend to be hairy. Mm-hmm. They resist shaving. They've got facial hair. They just kind of leave it. Probably unlikely to be as hairy as a bear, though. And they're just kind of down to earth and often found in jeans or leather. I've got actually a really good quote from a lesbian bear, which I think is like the better than all the other ones I found. I have the usual bear traits, easygoing, sincere, down to earth, comfortably dressed. I was like, Does she lean over and take up the check though? (laughs) (laughs) That's so wholesome. And she also says that she like whenever she, you know, meets man bears, that they just get along really well automatically. Uh, And there's another one that says, being a bear is just about being a big old pervert who likes to roll around and play raunchy bear games, which is so cute also. That is a bit cute. So I love the lesbian bears. (laughs) Typical. Ursula's unite. We love you, Ursula. <laughs> come in, come in, my child. We mustn't lurk in doorways. It's rude. One might question your upbringing. <laughs> and now there is a god among the bear community, and it is a gentleman called Jack Radcliffe. Now, during the 80s and the 90s, he was the Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> How so? He was the Marilyn Monroe of the bear community. There we go. We're hitting it, hitting it with a feminine quote. Um, no, the Marilyn Monroe of the bear community because he was a porn star. He was just it and a bit. He worked at the Lone Star Saloon and he was just the iconic image of what a bear was. Yeah. And, and he was apparently delicious. He works as a realtor now. <laughs> Good on him. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Jack, how long have you been um, active within the, the gay community? 
Active. Active. <laughs> <laughs> I came out way too long ago. Uh, I guess movies started in 89 for the original bear magazine. Wow. So you're an original bear. I'm in one of the original models. So there are a couple of documentaries about bears. Um, the first is Bear Nation, which came out in 2010. And there's also Balls Deep, which is a TV show, but documentary style, um, done by Vice, oh, yeah. which has an episode on bears, which I watched, which was um, quite cute and informative. And look, don't forget, like, in The Simpsons, in um, season 14, back in 2003, they yep. made reference to bears. Homer was living with a couple of gay guys, and um, he and Waylon are on the street. A gaggle of gays come past on a tram, and they, like, berate Waylon in regards to thinking that Homer is <laughs> yeah. uh, Homer is that <laughs> Mr. Burns, and they're like, what a bear! <laughs> but then they also made, like, back in 2015 in the film Inside Out with Amy Poehler, they make reference to bears in that. Where yeah, I didn't see that. The emotion fear is like, you know, maybe it was a bear, and disgust is like, there are no bears in San Francisco, and anger's like, I saw a really hairy guy once, so I'm pretty sure it was a bear. <laughs> I love I that's love in a kid's film. Oh, I didn't pick up on just, that. Just a cheeky little adult reference. What was that? Was it a bear? It's a bear. There are no bears in San Francisco. I saw a really hairy guy. He looked like a bear. If Apart from The Simpsons, which I think actually has a couple of bear references, there's also The Cleveland Show and Family Guy, of course. Of course. There's always something of in course. there. Uh, Kids in the Hall, The L Word, and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. True, true. But hey, outside of TV, there was also a um, singer-songwriter, Tom Goss, back in 2013 that released a song called Bears. And that was all about the community's open-mindedness and size inclusivity about bears. Did you hear it? Yeah, I did. It was really sweet. And there are different words that pertain to different subcategories of bears. Bit exciting. One of them is Goldilocks, and that's a female, often heterosexual, who is often in the company of bears. Grizzly Adams, who is a man who is hairy and is attracted to bears, but does not self-identify as a bear. Grizzly. Yep, just a fan. There's Grizzly Bear, which is a very dominant, heavy, tall, or hairy bear. Koala bear, Australian bear. Gummy bear, latex or rubber fetishes. My favourite. Oh my God, gold. <laughs> and a polar bear, which is an older white-haired man. So there are also other animals. There's a cub, which is a younger version of a bear, typically, but not always, with a smaller frame. Cute. Cute. There's an otter, <laughs> a slimmer or less hairy man of any age. Yes. Important. Yep, I know a few of those. There's a seal, which is a young but legal aged teen. <laughs> Concerning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Red flag. Um, Red flag. Or a young adult with a hairless swimmer body. Um, they're also the younger part in relationship where there is a large age gap. Right. There's a wolf, which is a semi-hairy, lean but muscular, and attractive but somewhat aggressive man. Sounds delightful. There is an Ewok, which is a shorter <laughs> statured but still hairy man. The fuck is an Ewok? <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, okay. I don't watch it. I don't watch it. Yeah, it's a show. Yeah, <laughs> never watched it. Um, a bull, which is just a big old gym junkie. Yeah. And there's a pig, which enjoys dirty, animalistic piggy sex. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I learned that in the documentary, yeah. <laughs> which leads us now into our game, Who's Who in the Political Zoo? Oh my god, so much fun. So this is just a cheeky little game between you and I where it's... Just between us. Just between us. Nobody's listening. It's in the cone of silence. Cone of silence. (laughs) Where it's political figures. If for some unbeknown reason I had walked into uh, Parliament in Canberra and waved my little (laughs) wand and poof, everyone's gay, 
bang. <laughs> All of government are now gay. And we're working out. <laughs> we're sitting down with our pens oh, and paper. And we're working out, one, if, if they're bears or what animal subculture they would fall yep. into. First one, John Howard. Gummy bear. Oh, see, I reckon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I reckon. Ewok? Co- also. Oh, no, I reckon koala. Oh, because he's Australian. No, they're all Australian. Kind of just looks like one. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> grey hair. Yeah. Bob Hawke. Grizzly bear. Oh, I thought polar. Oh, yeah. Polar. Yep. Yeah. Jeff Kennett. A wolf. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like back in the day. Back in the day. Penny Wong. <laughs> Ursula. Oh, I reckon panda. Ursula <laughs> panda. Yep. Kevin Rudd. Polar bear. Ah, Barack Obama. Um, Grizzly bear. Ah, Malcolm Turnbull. Piggy. Pig. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You totally. (laughs) All right. All right. right. Justin Trudeau. Um, Grizzly Adams. Oh, I reckon a wolf. Are you Canadian as well? (laughs) Yum. Mm. (laughs) Mm, Yummy. Uh, Winston Churchill. (laughs) A little gummy. Yeah, I was about to say total (laughs) fucking gummy there. Absolutely. (laughs) And for our final contestant, Tony Abbott. Pig. Ah! Oh, you know what? You I was just thinking the whole fucking gang. You know, koala, panda, gummy, polar, <laughs> grizzly, grizzly Adams, and top it off with a pig and maybe a, and maybe an Ewok. Okay, yeah. Yeah. There's a combination. <laughs> He's of- just the whole fucking bag. <laughs> Tony Abbott has talked about why he bit into a raw onion last week. Vision thanks, everyone, for listening to Word of the Gay. Yeah, thanks, guys. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And, hey, don't forget to follow us at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and join the Word of the Gay Facebook group. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> do idea. it. Yeah, this was our episode this week on bears. Next week we have something new. It was a hoot, Brendan. It was a hoot. <laughs> it was a hairy, hairy hoot. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.